All right, Sam, pull up a chair. It's corporate lunchtime. Um, turn up your humidifiers, folks. It's a wet one. It's a moist one. This is going to be a very moist episode. Maybe the last episode of Corporate Lunch ever. Moist and toothsome. Given that we've reached peak podcast. This moist and toothsome episode of Corporate Lunch is brought to you by High Humidity and the New York Times style section, which uh, reports today that podcasts are over. So this is the last one. This will be the final podcast of all. Thank you for listening and Thank supporting us. Thank you for us. all the reviews and nice things you said um, and all the bad things you said, too, because uh, the hate only makes us stronger and more powerful, except for Sam. It destroys him. <laughs> this is episode 64, is it, mm-hmm. of Corporate Lunch. Um, I woke up at 6 a.m. this morning. What time did you guys wake up? 7. 8.30. Nice. All right. So, uh, good spread there. I was up first, which means I'm the best. And uh, I was just did, um, waited in a very long line of blue bottle to get a coffee, and I wanted to kill myself. And uh, everyone was like having a panic attack because the people, they were like people at the register holding up the line who were like trying to order sandwiches in like a complicated way. Yeah. I Which didn't know they be, had a menu like that. They do. I and thought it was all set. They shouldn't, and they do. And it should also be illegal to order a sandwich in a blue bottle. And this like woman behind me was like actually freaking out. And then the guy behind her, like a stranger, introduced himself and then started like consoling her. And he was like, you know what I do? And then he was like, I travel a lot. <laughs> As though that like informed, that made him an expert. And he was like, when I'm in this situation, I just think... What if that was one of my kids up there? How would I want how would I want them to be treated? Because people were like yelling at the barista. No one was doing I don't even know what he was talking about. So and is then he the, saying that six year olds should work at coffee shops? <laughs> no, he was I think he was referring to the woman trying to order the sandwich who everyone was mad at. Because then they they decided that it wasn't the employee's fault. It was a whole thing. And He's then the woman was just like, Well, I don't have kids, so it doesn't matter to me. He's definitely a wife guy. He's like, if that was my wife, I would yeah. defend her to my dying breath. He was a big time wife guy. Uh, I didn't participate in that conversation, but um, it really makes you think, you know. So today <laughs> we're going to, uh, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about jewelry. You know why? Because some, somebody bling, DM'd bling. me, you should do a jewelry episode of Corporate Lunch. So... That's how this works. That's how this works. In case you didn't what? know. Yeah, we don't have actually, any ideas. So. We've no. waited to the 64th episode to reveal that we always tell you to DM Sam Hine, but you really actually just have to DM Noah. Yeah. Oh, I meant to say um, regarding what time we woke up. DM Sam Hine what time. We're doing a poll. DM Sam Hine and tell him what time you woke up this morning or whatever morning upon which you're listening to this podcast. And then send him a Fitbit. And maybe he'll send you a sticker. We made uh, GQ style tie dye stickers. Did yeah. we ever tell people that? Mm-hmm. I right. still have a bunch. Uh, Sam like hand mailed them with little love letters. Yeah, to yeah, it's like, true. It's like Sam's in jail. He was like it. licking. <laughs> o- he was sitting next to me licking envelopes for like three months. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's in jail, and all DM'd, he can do is mail yeah. letters. If you've DM'd me recently for a sticker, I I haven't responded because I was I've li- literally licked so many envelopes. My tongue like fell off so. sam uh got one of those snake tongue surgeries <laughs> so he can lick two lobes <laughs> at a time <laughs> and that's why we're talking about jewelry um yeah and body modification no we're not going to do body modifications one because i don't believe in them and two because um we're talking about jewelry oh i guess there's some overlap 
Yeah. Who here has body mods? Hey, Rachel, you have your ears pierced? I do. All right. So, um, so someone DM'd, let's get a, um, <laughs> let's do a jewelry pod. And so we're going to do it because um, we're just in a real jewelry ass time in life, I feel. It's a great time for jewelry. Um, I've observed that almost every dude I now I know now wears a chain. Including yourself. Including me. I was first. Including Sam Hyde. And I'll be the last. Um, Sam has a beautiful chain, a delicate one that we'll talk about shortly. Everyone's dying to know how long it is. and It dazzles uh, in the, under the beautiful fluorescent lights. I brought my down. ruler. At the very end, <laughs> at the very end of this pod, we, we will reveal the length of Sam's <laughs> chain. <laughs> um, jewelry's cool because it always, you know, has a story or it should have a story, I think. I don't know if I believe in just, like, buying jewelry to do it. I think, um... It should be like celebratory or gift or uh, meaningful in meaningful some way. in some way. Even if you invent the meaning, like the meaning could just be like, I feel bad today and I need to uh, make myself feel better. So, well, I'll begin by sharing my jewelry uh, journey routine journey, <laughs> and then we can go around the table <laughs> and share the length of all of our chains. But when I remember when I started at Corporate Lunch, Will was wearing like a pinky ring mm-hmm. with a, of a skull. He wears a skull pinky ring. Which is a great piece of jewelry. And uh, didn't know what to make of it at the time, but um, now I'm a ju- I wasn't a jewelry guy then, I guess, but now I'm a jewelry guy. Will, back then, did he have, did his have like the ruby implanted in I the skull? I can't remember. He, I feel like or he has a couple a now. Edition? I don't know. No, there was no ruby then, I don't think. He's you get upgraded. a ruby when you become the editor-in-chief. Yeah, that's true. It's like a Masonic order thing. Will is in the Illuminati. Will's, uh, in mean, case that wasn't obvious to everyone, <laughs> he is in the Illuminati and that the the ruby is related to that. The first thing to get is a chain. But how do you get a chain? It is not easy. It's not easy to get a chain. I don't know. My first time getting a chain was scary and uh, I learned a lot. Did you get your first chain in LA? No, it was at Popular Jewelry. Okay, me too. And I spent a long time just being like, I want the thinnest gold chain you have. And they kept showing me chains that weren't thin because they just like didn't believe me. Mm-hmm. And then finally I got one, but they only had, mine is kind of long. I would like a shorter one. They don't, it's not like you can go with popular jewelry. You can't really go in there and like, there aren't really unlimited options. It seems like there yeah. are, but you kind of like, they show you what they have. That You're really day. like at the, at the whims of the person who's helping you. Yeah. Um, and they're all pretty sweet, but. You know, like I asked for a box chain when I went and popular jewelry, for those who don't know, is on uh, Canal, Canal Street. Street. It's one sort of, of like one of many. famous, uh, you know, like SoundCloud rapper destination for like, getting your first ice or whatever. Photos in the window. Yeah. Rocky. Shot of like their, yeah, everyone. Yeah. The, it's like an old Italian restaurant in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's a huge one of Kim Jones Shout in out there, ASAP which I Eva. think is amazing. There's one of um, uh, what's his name? That British actor, Jude Law. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jude, oh Law. Jude, Jude Law is amazing. Loves Jude Law jewelry. has an amazing jewelry collection. It's kind of funny because it's one of many jewelry stores on Canal Street um, of of that kind, and I don't have any sense of. There's one around the corner that New people top? like called New Top. Mm-hmm. New Top is a different vibe. It's like bigger and cleaner and quieter, and has more like emoji charms. Women love New Top. Yeah, I got a little dagger at New Top that I wear on a chain. And uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. Popular jewelry, I think, just like lucked into becoming like the ASAP mob jeweler of choice, and then that Apparently, propelled them into worldwide fame. Yeah, ASAP Eva, who is the proprietor of the of popular jewelry, and she's there like every day. Told me that someone from Wu Tang Clan went in like the oh, mid nineties, yeah, and was kind of like the first rapper to go, and then like told That's people tight. about it. It was I like Capadonna. It was Ka- yeah, no, it was. <laughs> was it? Yeah, that was him. <laughs> Shout out Capadonna, Not really, like, friend a of the core pod. Member, but um, um, so I wear a wedding ring, which I got when I got married. Um, congrats. and I'm I'm conservative and traditional like that. When I bought the wedding ring, it was the first piece of jewelry I ever had. Cause you buy we you like buy your own wedding ring. I don't know if people know that, but like you don't really? like yeah. Like, where did you think it came from, Sam? Well, you don't like you're not giving it. I thought it was a gift. No, I mean okay. you could, but that's kind of you're already like you just buy your own wedding ring. A lot of people I know buy just like buy them on Amazon, but I got a gold one, and uh, I got like the thinnest one they have. It's basically like a for like a small woman, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe one day I'll upgrade. Now I wish I had like a big fat one with a diamond in it. Yeah. But that was when I was like not a jewelry guy. And then I got it's a back ch- when you were a wife guy. Uh, yeah, I was a wife guy. <laughs> I don't get the wife guy thing. That's just making fun of a certain type of guy on the internet. Yeah. Like if you're the type who like talks about their wife all the time and like <laughs> like everything but is in, like, like a everything that way? they no, it's like everything that they talk about somehow like circles back to their wife like remember a couple weeks ago when we were talking about you love to see it like just imagine the it is always this guy's (laughs) wife (laughs) but is the implication that he's like also kind of a misogynist because he thinks his wife is like his like the guy who always talks about like his car or his motorcycle there's like a touch of that but it's also part of it is that like people don't really aren't really in like traditional domestic relationships anymore so it's just sort of like a funny like slightly oh. ironic way of like dealing with the fact that like oh like Jesus you just shit on my whole life so hard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people aren't really <laughs> uh that's funny god now i got to try really hard not to be a wife guy Hmm. Should I retell the story about the wedding ring and act like I was never married? (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's a novelty ring that you got out of a machine. Then I got the long chain and I wore that for a while. I don't really remember why. Is that this one that you have on now? No, I'm not wearing it. It's a thin, um, uh, I guess it's a box chain. I think it is a box chain. It is a box chain. It's a really small box chain. Those are kind of hard to find. I think it's like 22 inches or 20 inches, so it's like kind of longer. And Jane may, I might be, I don't know if that was a gift or not. But then the next chain I got, I went to L.A. to, uh, maybe I told the story before, I interviewed Callie Thornhill DeWitt, the the artist. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he's a big jewelry guy. He has like gold teeth and lots of big chains, like big like rope chains. And... Uh, <laughs> Sam is fondling his chain right now in a kind of a gross way. What do you see, Sam? I'm just trying to figure out what what the what the links are called, what like what style it is. Because when know. I went to Popular Jewelry, I asked for it to see a box chain, and they just pulled these ones out. There's lots of different which kinds. Which is a good of call because these are kind of like the most delicate. I and think precious this and is a ones. box chain, but it's. Um, it's like a different kind. It's more like braided looking mm-hmm. rather than yeah, like stacked braided. cubes. <laughs> People who really know about jewelry are probably going to listen to this and tear their fucking heads yeah. off. <laughs> Keep um, telling the Callie Thornhill DeWitt story. Oh, right. So I went and interviewed him and spent a day with him in his studio. And he's a really interesting guy. You can read that on GQStyle.com. 
probably if you Google GQ, Callie Thorne, he'll do it. You'll find it. But um, so I was in his studio hanging out, and um, he's he aside from his art and his life and lots of things that are interesting about him, he's he's into jewelry and has dope style. So I was like, what's what's the deal with all your jewelry? And he's like, oh, I just get it around the corner at the Broadway Gold Market. <laughs> Or the Broadway Gold Center, it's called. And I was like, all right. So we did this interview, and I was feeling really good. And I was like, you know, I'm going to commemorate this this day and go to the jewelry store. So I walked um, from, like, his studio is, like, Skid Row, and I walked to the Broadway Gold Center. So if you're in L.A., I would recommend going to this place. It's a pretty uh, hilarious experience. Uh, it's just a very, like, you're it's, – it's a bigger – jewelry store but it's exactly what you'd expect from like a downtown la jewelry store it is not hip it is not a designer experience by any means and i bought a really small rope chain that's what this is this is a rope so for a long time i was wearing the two thin gold chains which felt like a that was my signature but me and like every other dude on the planet shuby wears two gold chains right or no he mm, wears one he, he just one, wears one so, someone a lot of a lot of like Skate kids wear gold chains now, or two gold chains. A lot of people wear them short, like up here. So what's on your gold chain? Oh, so and I have. When a, did you add these things? Recently, I. What happened? Oh, I can't. I was on, a sh on set recently with all these cool kids, and they all had, um, like, pendants on their chains. And I was like, oh, I need pendants on my chain. This is like, the next level. Um, I can't tell you what that was, but I'll tell you maybe next week. And uh, so I got a dagger. <laughs> It's hard to find cool pendants. That's a nice dagger. Yeah, I was thinking about like a saint, but I don't know what any of the saint, like who any of the saints are, what they do. But I did learn about one, Saint Chris or Saint Christopher, I think is a good saint to get. It has something to do with nature yeah. and like Isn't that protection and travel. Yeah, it's like the sailor one, right? Yeah. All right, or is that Saint know. Christopher? Maybe that is Saint Christopher. Isn't that what I said? Oh yeah, Wait, what did I you just say? said, I you said Saint, saint Christopher. Saint Michael. No, you guys aren't even listening to me. <laughs> Um, I like your dagger because it looks kind of like a Coke spoon. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty sharp on the bottom, actually. And it's got that, like, twisted kind of, like, Baroque handle. Yeah. This is from New Top. I bought this for myself on my birthday. I um, Just, like, I worked that day, and I left work and rode my bike over to New Top and bought this. It was hard to find. Uh, Popular Jewelry had no daggers. Hmm. Oh, my God. And then uh, w with the dagger, I have a baby ring that has a cursive letter on it that's the initial of my daughter's first name and this was a gift can't remember what i got this for i just got it oh father's day it fits b's finger yeah a real baby ring my wife yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i was gonna say she has one ah oh, fuck <laughs> My first piece of jewelry was Dude, actually- you can't make fun of people for saying my wife. That's so <laughs> shitty. I don't say it that much, although I've said it just in the past half hour more than maybe in my whole life. Sam's going to have to- okay, You're not a wife out. guy. It's fine. How do uh, you know I'm not? Maybe I am. Maybe I'm a proud wife guy. That'd be cool. I'm not going to let- <laughs> That would be cool. Look, people don't have traditional um, domestic relationships anymore. So, um, anyway- I thought, well, I don't know what I thought. I forget what I was going to say. You're not a wife guy because your wife is not a wife guy wife. Whoa. <laughs> all right. Okay, so, Sam, what so, was all right, your the first The point of that of fucking story was just me <laughs> sharing. 
the ju- my jewelry journey. Oh, and I have a pinky ring that also has my daughter's monogram on it. I'm a daughter guy. Nice. Stop a whole new walking genre. into it. Don't <laughs> talk about it. All right, I'm done. I just invented a new genre of guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sam, what was your first piece of jewelry? My the first, ring or the chain? My first piece of jewelry was my pinky ring, yeah. which I got on the same weekend what about, that Noah got his pinky ring, and we walked into the office on Monday. We oh, that's a like, true. That's a real thing that happened. What's that? That was funny. Did yeah. you coordinate that or just happened? No, it just happened. Wow. Mine was a gift. Inspired by Mobilaji. Mobilaji was always wearing a, I think, a sapphire pinky ring, right? Yeah, his he had got a little stone. in some far flung, in like Indonesia or Malaysia, or, mm-hmm. and I think he lost it. Um, so if you found a, a little pinky ring with a sapphire in it, <laughs> block some Mobilaji, please return it. <laughs> I was sort of inspired. Like my my roommate has a has like a carnelian um, rings. He's a German baron. Um, and I'm serious. <laughs> and it was like given to him by Sam's his father. And he wears it like every day. What's Cornelian uh, mean? It's one of those like it's like a red stone. Oh, that's uh, the name. And it has of the a stone. carving in it. Yeah, it's super cool. Uh, and I was always kind of like <laughs> Rachel's dead. Yeah, that's this is like good content for Rachel. Uh, and he wears it like almost every day. Shout out Phil, the jealous. German Baron. Do you know yeah. Phil? Oh yeah. Oh, all right. Does he listen to the pod? No. Nice. No one does anymore. Pods are over. <laughs> All right. So wait. So, was, so the Baron roommate had had a ring, and that inspired you to get a ring. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But mine doesn't have any like engraved. I don't want to get anything engraved on mine. I do it's think it small. helps to have a good friend who wears jewelry, and then you spend a little bit of time with him, and then because the thing about dudes and jewelry is you don't just like you don't mostly do it your whole life. People of our generation, we weren't like. Boys didn't get like jewelry put on them. Yeah, my dad doesn't even wear a wedding ring because he was like, "That's weird." Yeah. Hmm. So you, I think I, I, I don't know. Bars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just think it takes some like getting used to. You have to like get over that moment of being like, "Oh, I'm going to be a jewelry, yeah. a jewelry guy." So if you hang out with somebody who you think is cool or who you relate to who wears jewelry, then that's your, that's your, that's your in. way in. Yeah, because mm-hmm. otherwise, well, who are your like role models? Well, like also, rappers? It's fun to shop for jewelry with your friends. Maybe like, uh, do men, men don't really shop for clothing together, but I think they do shop for jewelry together. I used to shop for clothing with the homies, but it doesn't happen anymore. I think because people don't really shop in real life that way. Now, I was now wearing my chain. It's a good. really good chain. I, it's, a, it's very small, but it's a good length. I think I'm going to get a new chain the same length. Okay. Women I was like, going to have my chain shortened, and then I was like, that's kind of dumb. I should just get a new chain. The small ones are not when I was What I was going for when I was looking at these chains at Popular Jewelry was I wanted something that was, like, kind of not choker length, but, like, I wanted it to be, like, just longer than, like, the diameter of, like, a crew neck T-shirt. Like so that would hang just the, below. Like the puka shell like necklace to your you wore in high school? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. It's always really cool when a, a necklace like sits on your clavicles. Yeah, and it's so it's so thin that you know any longer it would be kind of like too diaphanous. Are there any other good jewelry brands that we like? You know, well, I was just thinking that I the go ahead, Rachel. Sorry, well, I, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> I, I need to stop. Say, I was gonna say I really like Camille Fortkin's jewelry. Yeah, he makes yeah. pearls, pearl stuff, and then that tiny harmonica. The harmonica necklace. The harmonica is sick. necklace is amazing. That's cool. Is it a working harmonica? Or is it, it is. Just like a charm? It's a working harmonica. Sick. 
but his pearls are really nice yeah. and they're not like um like if you're just getting into pearls they're a perfect like mm-hmm. entry pearl yeah i think they're like vintage swarovski uh pearls right like mm-hmm. glass pearls mm-hmm. oh I they're whiffed, not real pearls i whiffed on buying the the pearl strand he did like two seasons ago. I didn't know anything so about mad. pearls. Are all the pearls everyone is wearing real pearls? Most pearls are cultured pearls. Meaning they're not wild from the sea. They're right. like grown in a farm. Right. So those are not so expensive? They're still expensive. They're not like diamonds. No, but they're not like diamonds. Like the Ralph Simmons necklaces, were those all just like cultured pearls, you think? Or I those actually glass, don't, I don't or know. What are those? It's possible those that might have been used... glass because they were like, there were just so many of them and some of them were so huge. Yeah. Yeah. Needles makes cool jewelry. They have really good mm-hmm. butterfly jewelry that I have almost pulled the trigger on, but it is not cheap. The gold stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's weird. I think the 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 thing at like a place like Popular Jewelry or the um, Broadway Jewelry Center in LA or New Top is like, that's that stuff is pretty cheap. I mean, you got to also wonder about like where the gold is coming from and like what sort of ethical questions maybe related to it i had an interesting conversation with jason dill about that when we uh when i interviewed him for gq style and it got really dark and it made me feel really bad about wearing <laughs> gold I don't, he was like talking about like this like going back to like the slave trade and stuff and i was just like this is gnarly <laughs> so don't wear jewelry that's the end of this episode <laughs> i like um i like the brand prunus uh, which is New York based. Yeah. The style is really, it's kind of like Greco Roman, you know, it all looks like ancient stuff that's been like unearthed and dusted off. Um, it's mostly women's, but, but there's some men's pieces and, um, there's beautiful stones and like pinky rings and how did like, you gold earrings and stuff. How do you, do you spell that? P R O U N I S. Do you know how, um, you sort of came across yeah, Emily Bodie wears a lot of it. Oh, yeah, um, and she's friends. Great. Like, it, I think um, the woman who designs it is named Jean Prunes, and she's sort of a you know like a Dime Square person. I think she has a studio in China in Chinatown or something. Sam Hine is kind of a Dime Square person. He's a big personality of Dime Square. What I like about this jewelry is that um, some of the coolest jewelry in the world is at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in the Egyptian section. And that's mm. what this that's yeah, what this jewelry mm-hmm. looks like. It looks like all of the stuff that's on display. The Egyptians there. really had it figured out, huh? They Ju- really jewelry did. Wise. And in fact, a great resource for costume jewelry is um is the Met gift shop. Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah. I like this jeweler, Castro Smith. We shot a few oh, of his yeah. rings. He does like kind of big chunky rings <laughs> with wild engravings engravings and um those are really cool. Jewel I feel like with like I don't know. It's like weird. It's hard to learn about jewelry brands. I mean, there's so many small independent ones. I don't really know how you even get to know that market, you know? Reliquary in um, San Francisco has some cool stuff. It's a lot of like vintage and Leah makes a couple pieces. She has like this gold chain pinky ring that I think is incredible. But I like like Versace jewelry. Yeah. That kind of yeah. like Celine has really dope jewelry both now and then. Phoebe and Hetty. Um, but that stuff's not gold. It seemed, then you're like buying like a gold colored mm-hmm. metal thing that's like pretty pricey. I just don't really know the like value proposition of that. The Versace jewelry yeah. is so sick though. Like you yeah. can just get like a fat Medusa head ring. I like that a lot. But yeah. it's not gold. No. But it doesn't it's matter. It's way too, yeah. I guess if it was gold, you 
You would know. But I mean, maybe costumes. I'm sure they it's do just make costume jewelry. You know, what does that mean? It's just cool. for fun. Well, it's not. It's not fine jewelry. It's not made of like really fine. You don't nice have to materials. like put it in your will. No, unless it starts to mean something to you, like the heart of the ocean. <laughs> I wonder how much that Ventma heart of the ocean is going to cost. What is it? It's the. It's a copy of the necklace from Titanic. <laughs> it was just in the last Ventma show. And in fact, I have, I still have the heart of the ocean that I bought at the mall in like 1997. Wow. So I'm just going to bust gonna it out it? and say that it's been. When was the last time you wore it? I don't know. Probably. 1997? No, I definitely wore it like in college because I thought it was cool. Balenciaga, Demna for Balenciaga did one of those like cursive nameplate uh, necklaces that everyone has and just says Balenciaga. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Nameplates are good. I saw a dude at the skate park the other day with a big cursive nameplate necklace. Yeah. He was ripping too, and I was like, damn, that's pretty gangster. I wonder if it said his name or if it just said something cool. Uh, what do you guys think about chain bracelets? See, I haven't gone beyond rings and necklaces. I think chain bracelets are I'm nervous are about essential. that. I think yeah. a bracelet is cool, yeah. Yeah. Will has a good chain bracelet, I think from Great Frog of London. I feel Gold. like if I did that, I would that's want awesome. it to be Cartier. Yeah. Cartier jewelry is pretty dope, I think. Yeah. What are the paperclip ones that Virgil wears? I are think those that's Cartier. Ambush, or the, the, those are Cartier? I don't know. Does Cartier do that? The linked paperclips? I don't know. He don't what? Know. He used to wear a lot of Cartier jewelry, but maybe uh-huh. they're Vuitton. Maybe it's stuff that he's made. Yeah, because he had paperclip stuff in off wh- at Off-White. Yeah. Is that's it probably Chrome what it Hearts? Is. He loves uh, Chrome yeah. Hearts. Chrome Hearts is talk about. Chrome you hearts. can't talk about jewelry without talking about Chrome Hearts. The craziest brand of all time. I feel like it's one of those things you got to like, if you know, you know, everyone else is just like, what? That shit is so wild. It's all made in LA in like this massive factory that takes up like an entire city block. Oh, really? Yeah. We got to get in there. Have we tried to get a... I'm talking to them. We're going to do something crazy with them. But that's Um, like... uh, Richard Stark. Rockstar stuff. Yeah. You know, he's like a he's like a you know, like a Hells Angels type dude basically. Yeah, my personal jewelry taste doesn't really go that rock and roll route. Mm-hmm. Well, Great Frog is another one of those brands, right? Yeah. They're not on Chrome Hearts level. What I like about Chrome Hearts is I went to Japan and just like everyone wore it. Yeah, it's big there. It's different there. It's only from like the rockabilly yeah. like like fashion dads to just like the cool like streetwear kids. Yeah. And it's like literally you know, you can buy it basically anywhere. Yeah. All right. You had a big you had a big jewelry. Should we talk about Goros? Yeah, I went to Goros. When I went to Japan, I went to the Goros, the legendary Goros store and I bought a couple pieces. That was an extreme jewelry experience. How many different like options do they have for you when you go? Do you like order Not from a like ton. A, a little menu or do you, uh, is it like popular jewelry no, style they just pull stuff out? They have a showcase. There's a handful of pieces. Like like 12. Mm-hmm. There is nothing like popular jewelry. There's like a case with some pieces hanging and then like a smaller case at like a counter. Um, They may show you other stuff if you ask, but it's kind of like, this is what we have today. They let people in one at a time. And what's the backstory? Thousands of of people wait in line to go in. Like for those who don't know, you you like can't buy it anywhere else, right? You have to go to this one little tiny store in Tokyo. Yeah. In Harajuku. It's like a gallery. It was, yeah, there's this, it was started by this, um, Japanese dude a long time ago and he like is 
I don't really want to tell the story because I don't think I'm going to get it right. Okay. He's basically like a Native American Japanese dude. He like spent time with like on reservations in like the Dakotas and then learned this craft and now sells. But I think he believes he's Native American. Mm-hmm. Like but he, that's where, like, he the, had like that's where the feather motifs come. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he. Uh, he like spent he's had he's done like the ceremonies and stuff like he has a native american name mm-hmm. which i yeah. think is goro which is i think means hawk or eagle this reminds me of another great jewelry experience which is shiprock in santa fe oh yeah i've never been there mm. shiprock is pretty shiprock special rules. a lot of turquoise stuff yeah it's a lot of turquoise stuff um and turquoise the- is cool but don't you feel like if you wear it you might end up looking like just like some arts and crafts mom I th- yeah, I mean that used to be the case, but uh, now I think we're sort of past that. Yeah, where I think it looks like cool again. Shiprock has an extensive jewelry selection. It we has, shot some of their stuff once, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it has a pretty extensive jewelry selection. In and addition to what vintage and furniture, and then a Visvim store or yes, something. Yeah, and uh, like amazing textiles and carpets. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the I think the owner grew up on an Indian reservation. Um, and so all of the jewelry, like the, the thing is with buying jewelry, um, in Southwestern America is that a lot of it is like either not made by Native Americans or it's like not ethically like sourced from Native Americans. And he actually like has a relationship with these like artisans. It's not just in the style of. Exactly. And some of it's really old. I got to do that whole Santa Fe thing. What happens? You hang around, you shop, you buy rugs, mm-hmm. you eat, eat green you go to Santa green Fe chili. Vintage. What's that? Oh my A God. Store? Santa Fe Vintage is like one of the best vintage stores in the United States. It's incredible. <laughs> Isn't it appointment only? It's appointment only. Yeah. But it's, I mean, you just call the guy like. Yeah. The, I think I called him like the the morning of, and then he opens the store. And there are usually like a bunch of like stylists and like fashion designers who are in there buying stuff at the same time. Sam Hine promised he was going to pierce his ear for this episode, but he didn't. Let's do it right now, live on air. Ooh, parent trap. People style. used to do that all the time. Wasn't there something with like a potato? Did you no. ever hear that? You like use a potato. <laughs> yeah, you put the potato behind your. Yeah, ear. is that real? Why was that a thing? In, the, in Parent Trap, they do it with an apple. They put the apple behind the ear, and they, like, burn the needle, you know? Why would you need an apple or a potato versus just, <laughs> no, like, just something to push into? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise you could stab your neck. Pierce or yourself, all the yeah. way into your neck. Yeah, well, um... Maybe I'll get my twin brother to pierce my ear. Why don't you Parent just get clip-ons? Like that. Clip-ons are cool, like pearl clip-ons. No. My grandma wears clip-ons. Could borrow some of hers. <laughs> this is what we've come to. Just, just the, borrowing uh, jewelry from your grandma. Okay. The reason why I haven't got my ear pierced yet is because I can't find an earring that I want. I know what I want, but I can't find it. Um, I can't find like I want either dangle? like a little. I want like a little pearl or a little just like cool, uh, hoopy type thing. Hoopy. Or I want a dangling pearl that's not like. I don't want like the crazy oversized like Givenchy or like Harry Styles version because it's like feels like a little too intense. Yeah, it's mega um, intense. And I just don't know like you know there's a good one that Dries makes actually like a good little stud um, with a cool like moonstone uh, situation that's on Essence right now. But 
I just don't think I can like buy it online. You know, I need to like see it in person. Sounds lovely for you. Yeah, it'd be cute. But I think you should get it. Anyway, I think you should get it too. If anyone has any leads on my on the earring of my dreams, let me know. DM Sam pictures of your earrings. Mordecai has good earrings. Yeah, I was going to ask him about couple, that yesterday, actually. He wears a couple stones. Little gemstones. He's like two in one ear and one in the other, and I think they're like they're like red and green sapphire, ruby. There's a purple one, I think. He's What's a, a like purple little, stone like, called? Baguette cut. Do you guys know what your birthstones are? Is it m- meaningful? What, are you, you mean you to t- me personally? Yeah, are you going to share what it is? It's di- it's a diamond. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Gangster. <laughs> What's yours? I have no idea. No. I don't know either. I used to know. I mean, you, how do you follow up diamond? Like, that's just. The I know. Best we just shouldn't even talk about it anymore. What about men and diamonds? Diamonds are tight. Yeah, diamonds are really tight. Fuck. Should I buy this vintage Isamiyaki shirt from um, <laughs> Instagram? I recently <laughs> discovered. Uh, maybe this should be a vibe. Should we do 13 vibes? How are we on time? I think we're good. I think we're ready for some vibes. For 13 vibes? Yeah. All right, let's just move right into our... Uh, does anyone have any more jewelry thoughts? Rachel does. Emerald is your birthstone. Oh, Emerald, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emeralds are pretty tight. That sounds pretty sick. And Sam, uh, Peridot is your... What's Peridot? that? What is that? It's just like that kind of like very light green transparent stone. It's just like okay. some cheap crystal. Yeah. You can buy them from Spencer Pratt on your Twitter. Your birthstone <laughs> is a brick. <laughs> a brick. A supreme brick. We just post GQ just posted a cool um, photo of John Lennon uh, on Instagram when he's wearing this like crazy oh, that's like sick. medallion yeah. uh, necklace. Wow, isn't that wild? Yeah, I love that. Over the turtleneck, which is just an ex- a highly advanced. Yeah, move. wearing a turtleneck with a necklace is one of the all-time great style moves. We've done a bunch of good uh, jewelry coverage in the pages of GQ. Mag did a GQ jewelry package of some sort remember that spread we did in gq mm-hmm. style with the rings on the hands that was yeah dope. that was cool i like that vibe of just a ton of rings like big chunky rings and stones and weird stuff that was a huge thing like two years ago basically when we shot that like yeah. just covering your hands with rings yeah and i feel like people have like edited it down now. it's calm down it's more a about like bit. one to two rings per hand i have a, a like remember like lucas sabat would just wear oh, like, that's a right. shit ton of rings all yeah. the time yeah that it's funny because that like that's like the type of thing that like used to signify like serious eclecticism. Like you would be mm-hmm. a real kind of out there dude if that was your get down, and now it's sort of commonplace. Every other kid in Soho just down there eating um, Kith Frosted Flakes with all his rings on <laughs> <laughs> the Clout Corridor. Does anyone say that anymore? <laughs> um, I have a a recent jewelry holy grail. Actually, the whole purpose of this episode is for me to talk about the Celine pendant that I've been searching for. But I yeah. think it's it's not just me. I think it's me and like every basic bro and lady on the planet. Phoebe Philo era Celine did um, alphabet pendants in like bamboo metal, gold colored metal. And they're like a little bit bigger than you would think. There's two sizes. Yeah, yeah. there's a big one that's big and there's a small one that's rarer and small. And I'm looking for the small one, and they're really hard to find, and the prices on them are kind of insane. But Celine, that era had a bunch of cool jewelry. I feel like that would be nice to have a couple of pieces from that. Yeah, Phoebe made really good in jewelry. the archive for that. And there's some cool, cool stuff that's out now, as I mentioned before. 
Do you guys have a jewel jewelry holy grail? You know what else is cool is the um this will lead into my vibe, but the Vivian vintage like or whatever, Vivian Westwood mm-hmm. necklaces. The chokers. Those are cool. Rachel, I feel like we didn't I kept cutting you off and you didn't t- say enough enlightening things about jewelry this episode. You're not even wearing any jewelry right now, like at all. Because you can't really wear jewelry in the heat. My friend and I were actually talking about this last mm. night over dinner. Do you have an extensive jewelry collection? My mother has an extensive jewelry collection, and sometimes I'll borrow things from her. Are you free to borrow and pick and choose what you want as you there wish? There are things I cannot borrow. Really? Yeah. Do you have to check them out and write down on a... No. There's just like a section of the... Do not like, touch. Yeah. Um. So I borrow some stuff from my mom, and then, I don't know, my, my godmother, like always gives me art museum jewelry Mm -hmm. so i have all this really bizarre like weird art museum like gift shop costume stuff yeah not from the collection of the museum no not ancient egyptian no but that would be really cool um do you consider jewelry to be like an essential part of a good fit or is it just an extra thing take it or leave it i think it's an essential part of a good fit really yeah i think for dudes it is increasingly Sam is attempting to measure his chain. Well, it says 4.7 inches. All right, so his chain is four inches long. Uh, It's it's the diameter of Sam's neck. Now Sam's doing math. Can we pipe in some, like, music? Like, the Jeopardy music, like, while we're... All right. I'm going to round. I'm just going to round to the nearest whole inch. 16 inches. 21 inches. No way. There you have it, folks. It's slightly over 21. All right. Let's do some vibes. Um, This is going to be the not so fast lightning round where we tell you the shit that is dope. 13. Um, so I recently have been discovering some, um, Instagram vintage, like designer vintage kind of dealers slash archivists. Um, one that I like that has a ton of good stuff that I always kind of freak about is called softy. I do not know. I guess this is, maybe I should look at what this actually is before I start talking about it. It's a corrupt government organization. I think it's it's a it's a shop that's called Constant Practice, that is like, Comb, Helmet Lang, Isemiyaki, Junior, Margela, Raf, Yoji. That's wow. basically it. And they're in it's the Instagram account says Philadelphia, but I'm I'm pretty sure it's just a web only thing. But um, it's pretty big too. But like today posted in 1980s isemiyaki sort of tie-dye stripe kind of like camp shirt this thing is amazing he doesn't post prices which kind of drives me nuts but uh there's a lot of these types of people and i love to look at them this one the instagram account is soft underscore ee softy rachel remember i sent you that some amazing junior oh this junior women's vest mm-hmm. i sent you this did yeah. you buy it i hope you bought I it i dm'd him and it was a little expensive. was it yeah like a thousand dollars i think so 
Yeah, I mean, it, it's this is sort of like the cream of the crop, which is what's great about it, but also not so great when the time comes to uh, pay the bill. Pay the. Oh my God! MF Look at these shorts. I know, amazing shorts. Calm. $125. One of you needs to buy these shorts. Yeah. Uh, I just bought them. <laughs> what um, if that episode is just us shopping? <laughs> there are others, though. That's the only one I can think of right now. It would take me a little while to find the other uh, the other um, designer vintage, Japanese designer Do you guys go dealers. to James Valoria? Oh, yeah. That place rules. Is that? Where, there's, where is that? It's in the Chinatown Mall next to Oh, Lada. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's I haven't been, but place. I know they have so many good. Um, there used to be one in like w- Williamsburg. Sheer Gautier yeah. shirts. Yeah, you know those ones. I'm not about that, but that Sam place is pretty wild there. because um, it's a place that, you know, it's interesting. I d- I like did a story on them like right after they opened, and they um, they had only been open for like a month, and already Kim Kardashian had found out about them. Like Whoa. she is, <laughs> and she's a real vintage head actually, yeah. like g- like designer vintage stuff um and i think she just has people on her team who are sort of like watching for places like that to pop up but they're kind of there's a great story in women's wear daily last week about how a lot of those places are like running out of stuff oh really because yeah. the demand is higher than because ever. the demand is so high and people are now classifying things from like 2007 as vintage yeah that always bugs me rather than i mean like if you like i think now people go into like ina and they're like oh what a cool vintage store and it's like no this is stella mccartney from like two years ago it's not vintage it's resale softy has a a vuitton sweater from 2017 yeah and it's but it's amazing because like the point of somewhere like james valoria or somewhere like ina is that you get something that's a couple seasons old that's in like really good condition and it's less expensive than getting something new but there are these places who are kind of um like a lot of a lot of like kind of instagram uh accounts that are selling these things and like marking them up and saying they're like prestige pieces rather than like oh this is like a slightly used thing it is interesting to see which like vintage pieces and designers kind of make it into that slot like like (laughs) this that guy softy just to like well i think sell like some cavempt stuff and that stuff's all new obviously but it's like next to isemiyaki and yoji like like actual you know 90s or older vintage stuff so it's kind of interesting to see how how newer stuff is positioned with that stuff or like which pieces get sort of selected to be in that tier um all right i'm gonna pass that was that was the the slowest vibe the worst slowest vibe of all time it was a good vibe but it took a very long time i really just talking too much this episode i'm gonna stop talking now do okay. I have to fucking no, tell vibe. somebody to vibe next in order to keep this thing going? I have a fast vibe, which right. is uh, the artist Sandy Alex G. Uh, he's a young, like, weird indie folk dude from Philadelphia um, with, like, a pretty extensive, like, band camp album catalog uh, that's insanely, insanely good. Um, his songs are all, like, super weird and just, like, bizarrely catchy. Um, and he has a new album coming out that's dope. So... All I'm going to say is go listen. That's a great name. He was originally called Alex G, but um, I think there's a YouTuber named Alex G, so he added Sandy. That's good. Alex G doesn't sound cool at all. <laughs> there's never been a cool YouTuber anyway. What is a YouTuber? 
Rachel, you got a vibe? I sure do. Let's go. Well, I was going to say, you know, horses, but horses are a permanent vibe because yeah. I think everyone in GQ is a secret horse girl. You ever fall off a horse? I never fell off a horse, no. Everyone at GQ is a horse girl. It's true. And rappers yeah. are like the real horse girls, too. Like yeah. rappers are really into horses right now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but more specifically, Manhattan Saddlery. What's, oh, yeah. Manhattan Saddlery is like the best horse store for real equestrians. I've heard of it. In New York City. Yeah, none of you Where fake equestrians. It's on uh, 24th and Lexington. And amazing, they have amazing an amazing location. logo that's like two horses facing each other, holding flags, and in the flag it says NYC. And they have like this in-house merch line that's like covered in this logo. But wow. they also have like really nice riding pants. The jackets, of course, are really nice, although riding jackets are very expensive. Do they have the Do they have the boots? Oh yeah, they I have love the boots. equestrian boots. They're yeah. so fucking cool. The nice thing also about, I mean. Other than the jacket. What makes an equestrian boot an equestrian boot? It has an angle to it that like allows for you to press your heels down more easily. And it's like knee high, right? It's or can it be high. kind of any length? It's knee high, ideally. There's but old... you can get you can also get like an ankle like Remember yeah. when the Dream was wearing equestrian boots? Have you ever seen those <laughs> photos of the Dream in equestrian yeah. boots? What a G. Wow. Sam, if you ever come to work in equestrian boots, I will you will be my king forever. <laughs> I think you should get breeches. <laughs> what are what are breeches? Those are they're, the pants. They're riding the pants. pants stick yeah. out on the sides. No, forty five RPM. Those are jawed purse. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's uh, yeah. the point of those? I really couldn't Style. tell you. I really couldn't tell are you. Are those pockets or are they purely aesthetic? The things that stick out. I actually don't know. I don't know. What were you gonna they say about forty five RPM? They make cool breeches. Really? Like that button on the side. Mm -hmm. They like have an aggressive taper to the ankle and they button, they're kind of short and they button, they're so cool. Yeah. They're too small for me, but I almost bought some. 45 RPM is the coolest store and maybe the coolest brand on the planet. Yeah, talk about a vibe. We've probably talked about them before, but. Yeah. Keep your stones watered. Uh, We have to stop because (laughs) they water the stones there. You know what I'm talking about. Just go there and you'll see. Um. Uh, our hard drive is running out of space, so this episode is now over. And it's the last episode, so thank you. Let's hope that the uh, there's a podcast revival between now and this time next week. Take care of yourself and get plenty of rest. <laughs>